Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. Hi everybody, Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Pretty Little Liars uh, after show. Can't believe we're almost at the end of the season here, but we're on episode eleven. Uh, single fight fright female. So um, I'm Stephanie Wanger, and joining me today is Whitney. Hi, hi everybody. How's Great it going? to be back. Lots to talk about. Today, I know that's for it's sure. a big episode. Um, and unfortunately, Kelly couldn't be here with us tonight, but she'll be back next week for the summer finale. So let's get into it. Um, let's start here with. Uh, the Hannah um, situation. This was big tonight. Um, we're getting a little more information um, about all these videos that the girls have been figuring out where they're coming from. And the pastor actually finds um, a thumb drive that has videos that may have been secretly recorded. We're not exactly sure of Hannah um doing different things in various states of dress, things exactly. like Exactly. So it's kind of funny. She's trying to hide her big scar from the knife going into her leg. So she has to wear her old costume from a play. So her mom already knows something's up. But Pastor Ted comes by and he's like, I found this. I started looking at a little bit of it and Hannah was in there. So I wanted to bring it to you first. And they hear Hannah and Spencer here. So they automatically know that's the thumb drive that Spencer threw at Ian and he couldn't find it in the church. Remember? And then she ran away really quickly. Yeah. So we obviously know there's some bad stuff on there. That's the thing that Jenna did not want anyone to see because of Jenna and Toby. Some of that stuff's on there as well. So that thumb drive is just not good. No good. Not a, not a good thumb drive to have out there. It's one of those things where you're just like, ooh, you need to hide it and hide it well. And clearly it's now out there. And I was curious how much the pastor saw of, of what was on it. Yeah, you kind of wonder because, well, Ashley decided, like, they tried to sneak it away. And then she saw, Hannah's mom saw, and she was like, no, I. I'm going to look at all of it, and then I'll decide what to do. So you're kind of like, oh, no, what is she going to see on here? Well, it turned out to be kind of, so she she was on there as well. So it didn't really work out for her. 
in the end either. No, I was just wondering, though, that's all I could think about when she admitted that to Hannah towards the end of the episode, that she she ends up destroying the thumb drive. And and I just wondered, like, is it was to protect herself that there were things that she didn't want the public to know or the police to know that were on there. And... Um, and then also, though, the pastor, who's this good, uptight guy, apparently, that's what we always see, like, upstanding citizen. Right. Um, did he see things? Will it change their relationship? Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder. But, you know, it's kind of interesting because the thumb drive, like, Ashley took it to work with her. But Caleb was the one that talked her into not giving it to the police, which totally makes sense. If you saw in the paper that Nate was reading earlier is like Garrett Reynolds big trial next week. Why would you take evidence or something else to the cops when this is could be the guy that's convicted for Allie's murder? You know, no need to bring more stuff in, especially if it's going to kind of hurt harm your daughter and you and kind of make it look bad bad for all of you. Can I just say how much I love Caleb? He's such a cutie. Such a cutie. (laughs) He, I mean, the most adorable boyfriend is so protective of her and he just wants to be with her and to have her safe. And I think that that's so nice. And I know, I think last week I mentioned that I was starting to question Caleb and Uh then came right back around. Huge fan this week. I don't know. I started to question him a little more this week because I was like, (laughs) How did he get the sub drive? How did he talk Hannah's mom into getting rid of it and not turning it in? Like, is there some kind of like background story we don't know about how? How did Caleb really know about the thumb drive in the first place, really, besides them IMing? True. And that's a whole nother situation onto itself. We'll get into in a second here. But with the thumb drive, he was also in that dressing room that was super sketchy. I mean, the snake. Well, yeah, that's a whole Spencer, a poor girl. We'll get to that here a little bit later. Yeah, but but, um, so there are some questions about Caleb. Tweet at us. You can tweet me at Stephanie Wanger. And I'm at Whitney Lane 1118. So let us know what you think about this thumb drive. Good thing it went down the garbage disposal. No more to be found. However... Yeah. There has to be other copies. Okay. And also, you can tweet us because we had a whole conversation when we were watching the show about um, this this IMing that Hannah was doing. Yeah, Do Hannah we, and Caleb. Yeah. We had, was, it had to be in the end because otherwise he wouldn't have known about the thumb drive. Exactly. We were questioning, like, is it Caleb? Is, is it there someone some, else? Is, and she also gave up her computer without logging out. And I don't know if you remember in high school, but that was, like, the first thing they told you to do when you were at, like, the public computers in high school. Log right. out. Well, and, especially because Jenna was the one that sat down. But I do think it was really good of Hannah to go up to Jenna and be like, the thumb drive. Like, we found it. Someone brought it to our house. It wasn't us, just so you know, because, you know, there's harmful things on there that could really hurt Jenna as well. And I thought it was kind of a different, just a whole, like, 180 that they're reaching out to Jenna and being like, I just want you to know it wasn't us. Like, we're not trying to sabotage you. But Jenna really didn't care. She put on her sunglasses and, like, walked off. Jenna is so dark. She's, like, every time you think, like, the girl can't get any, like, more sketchy or just kind of yeah darker yeah she finds a way and you're just like this is scary like if there was a girl in my real life that was like this i would be terrified we are seeing other sides of her though i think throughout the whole show like you know Mm -hmm. her reaching out to different people which we'll get to later when she reaches out to emily like that's you never know she could be trying to help they could end up on the same team in the end of this we never know how it's gonna work at pretty little liars i have to say i don't think jenna is is like 
on the A-team or involved necessarily. I just think she might be like a mean girl in high school. See, it could go either way for me because I think that Jenna, just seeing how she acted, like she didn't care about the thumb drive. She was so obsessed about that in the earlier seasons, like Mm -hmm. how that could really sabotage what happened between her and Toby and make her look awful. But then maybe she's coming around a little bit. Maybe that's the point. She seems like she's getting along with them more. They're kind of opening up and coming to her. What if that's their whole her whole scam? Yes, but in the end, this thumb drive gets destroyed. Thank goodness, but I still think there could be other copies. It always so, comes back around. I don't know. So you don't think that that's just it and it's done? I kept thinking also maybe the pastor made a copy. I think that there's probably something left on Ashley's computer from work and Caleb could get into it and find out. You know, it could go anywhere. Yeah. It could be Pastor Ted has a copy of the thumb of what was on there. It, we don't I, know. I so just want like... Uh, extra, like go on the web and see all these videos. Like I wish there was an interactive side to Pretty Little Liars where I could see these videos because I just need more clues. That's where I'm at. It's creepy though. You know, someone's taping them. They don't really know what's happening. Jenna didn't know it was happening. Ashley was on there with the detective. Yeah. You don't know what's happening. So someone is definitely good stalker A that's coming around. Also, the police force seems to be not on the up and up for sure mm-hmm. in this because you've got video of the detective he, there's somebody on trial for murder Garrett's on trial for murder it's just it, like that police force is not not great that's all of Rosewood right now you just never know like it, we say all the time you don't know who to trust on this show for sure 100% um, so, but if you need a thumb drive, because, you know, sometimes people destroy thumb drives, as we learn on Pretty Little Liars, you can go to, um, pick that up. And, uh, but also on, um, iTunes. Yes, we love you're on to the hear web. from you from iTunes. Yeah. Go there, go to After Buzz TV, find Pretty Little Liars, and rate and comment for us, because we love to hear what you say. It always helps us kind of come up with different scenarios, and you always fill us in on the things that we might miss. So definitely rate and comment on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. I know. It's so much fun to read everybody's theories and just, it's great. So many different ones. Exactly. Exactly. And it helps us out, so it's always a good thing to do that. Um, Moving on with Pretty Little Liars here, um, Emily and Paige. This is just a whole ordeal. Emily and Paige, I don't even know what to think. I told you, and I got some tweets about this last week. I was very skeptical. My prediction was Paige is into this in some bad way. She's going to come back around, and I think we're starting to see it. So I was like, yes, finally, one of my predictions might come true. See, this, I feel like there's been all these puzzle pieces all season for Emily and Paige, and is their relationship good or bad? And and now you're kind of seeing as this season comes to a close that it's not good. And Paige has definitely some secrets like everyone else in Mm -hmm. Rosewood. Emily really wants to trust her, but it kind of starts out, you know, Emily has to tell her she kissed Nate and Paige already knew about it, but acted like, oh, she had no idea. Why do you think you did that? Which is something that we also commented on last week. Maybe she did it because they both miss Maya, or at least Emily does. And she's still trying to like reach out and see, you know, is there someone that can kind of replace Maya for her, which could be the reason she's with Paige, could be the reason she kissed Nate. We don't really know. But that's kind of how it started out. And they, she kind of just forgot about it. Paige was like, okay. She didn't really bring it up again. Exactly. And then I know that was weird because it felt like at the end of last week's episode that this was going to be a big explosive thing between the two of them. That kiss was going to like do everything. And then it right. was kind of 
dropped for a minute at the beginning of the episode, at least. Well, I think it's so funny. Aggressive Nate, who just comes up, puts his arm around her. You want to go get pizza? Want to go into Philly? Let's go into the city. And Emily has to be like, you know, I think we just need to keep it at friends. Although she didn't regret the kiss, which is what she said. I didn't regret it. And I like that she made a point of that. She was like, I didn't regret it. But it's interesting that he went from one kiss into like, we're a couple. Let, let's let's be, you know, like, we're dating now. Right. And, I mean, I guess that's fair, but he... Well, you kind of see his, the different personalities that he shows because he gets really aggressive, and she's like, I think we got to keep it on the friend level. And he's like, what? What do you mean? You don't actually know what you want, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then when she's about to walk, ar- walk away, he's like, wait a second, Emily. You know, he kind of changes his whole attitude, and he becomes, like, softer and a little bit nicer. And you don't really know what to think about Nate. We've always, we've always been skeptical of him. He is one of the biggest question marks, for yes. sure. Because people still don't know. I know we've gotten a lot of people saying, we don't know if Nate's even related to Maya. Like, how did he just come to Rosewood? What if that was all fake? Like, you really don't know. I mean, he knows so much about her. It makes you question how he knows it. Yeah. He, he probably is. I mean, who knows? But, you know, he is very into trying to get with Emily here all of a sudden. After Jenna, now it's Emily, the one he wants to, to go for. But Emily did the right thing, and she does eventually admit to Paige that in a moment of, uh, you know, weakness, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, um, she did that Nate and her kissed. Right. And I thought that, that was that's a good sign for their relationship in actuality because, you know... Be, Trusting. Being honest. Yeah, being honest. Especially because we find so much out about how Paige doesn't really trust anyone because Allie was such a bully to her. I know. Okay, can I just say that my heart broke a little bit when the uh, when Allie in the flashbacks in this episode um, calls her pigskin? Pigskin. So, well, we go in, there are, the girls are trying on clothes, and of course Allie's like, no, Spencer, give me yours, because she's just in control, of course. Mm-hmm. But then they see the big bruise. She's like, oh, pigskin kicked me in soccer. And you're like, who's pigskin? Because no one knew. That came about because of Cece talking to Spencer. So this is that whole ordeal about where, who, what, what Allie really did to people and why they kind of turned against her. You know, people hated her. She really made them feel miserable. Yeah, because we've known for a long time that Allie wasn't the sweetest girl in town. I mean, that's been clear throughout the entire series. But we're learning more and more um, kind of about the specifics of that and that she did, wasn't just like the mean girl. She w- actually bullied people pretty actively. And apparently Pigskin or Paige was, you know, a main target of this. And I find it so interesting, though. The reason we, we learn all about this comes from Cece. You know, and Cece's in these flashbacks. Who is Cece? Of all people, she's around the high school. She's doing a trunk show, hanging out with the four girls. It doesn't make sense to me. You don't just come out of nowhere and know everything more than what these girls know. I know. And she kind of, exactly, came out of the blue. Um, and she knows everybody's interconnections, who dated who, how they all fit together. And you kind of wonder, again, there are so many suspects on this show as to right. who's good and who's bad i i don't know i feel like she's a character who she's trying to help the girls it seems like she's not it seems i mean she's giving them a lot of information so it kind of stems from the trunk show spencer's supposed to help her she wasn't there and then she sees emily walking with Paige, and she's like is that pigskin does she really like her and come to find out they're dating right cc's like oh my gosh no Allie hated her like 
Yeah. All that stuff. And uh, yeah, she's trying to reveal all of this information, but then you also have the situation with Spencer and the college application from last episode. No, I don't think you can trust her necessarily, but she is bringing up information that makes Spencer and the other girls very skeptical of Paige. Absolutely. So who knows if they're working together, who knows what's going on. But then, you know, Emily and Paige, they're together, they're trying to figure it out. Paige wants to try to relate to her friends because we have to go back to the high school where Spencer's telling Emily, watch out for Paige. Like, you should be skeptical. And you know, you can see in the background, you can hear that someone has overheard it. And and um, Spencer calls her a snake. She's like, she could be a snake. You know, like, she's not very good news. Yes, and we quickly learn that saying someone's a snake doesn't lead to good results. Um, so who knows who overheard, because we don't know if it was Paige or not. But then Spencer goes, and she's trying on the clothes, and the door locks. And the door locks. And this is another scene in in this show. There's been a few of them this season where I was personally terrified in my seat. I'm freaked out of snakes. But locked in a room by yourself, this snake is there. No one's letting you out. And terrifying. Well, this is where I come to question Cece again. She's like, oh, we're missing a box. I've got to go get a box. She's the only one that's in the room with Spencer. The door locks and the snake's in there, and she is the one that comes and opens the door and finds her. Who knows if it was her or not? It could be A. It could be anybody. But Spencer gets locked in, and Cece's the one that comes to find her. And also, but Spencer doesn't think it's Cece. Not for one second. Well, but they never thought anything bad about Allie, really, either. They might have questioned her a little bit, but, you know... True, but Spencer is all over the fact that Paige heard her say this snake comment, and it has to be Paige, and she starts to question everything about Paige and her relationship with Emily. And so it's interesting to see that happen because we haven't really seen the girls react particularly to Paige. She was just Emily's girlfriend, and that's fine. They have a relationship, and we're focused on A. Right. Well, they they definitely don't have a positive view of of Paige because if you go back to swim team time, yeah. she tried to get Emily kicked out. She was trying to sabotage her swim team, you know, progress and stuff like that. Um, but it's interesting the flashback where Allison said told Cece she got a piece of Emily's stationery and wrote Paige a note, kind of like a little love letter how she sees Paige and and all that stuff. And and Paige puts her note back to Emily underneath a little thing on the sidewalk. So Allie knows, comes up to her, and you could see Allie got visibly, like, scared to talk to Paige. Could you notice that? She, like, she was all big and bad, but then, like, got a little bit shaken up and walked away. And Cece said to Spencer, I think Allie was a little bit scared of her, even if she wouldn't admit it. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, Emily clearly, or not, excuse me, not Emily, Paige clearly has an intense infatuation with um, with Emily. Um, you've kind of seen it over and over again, and that's what the girls talk about. Um, Cece and Spencer, I believe, mm-hmm. mention that, you know, she's really competitive, and that was kind of the problem that she had with Allie, was that um, she she felt like um, Allie was a threat to her relationship or her, you know, view of Emily. Right, but that's also what happened with Mona and Hannah. So you can go back to all these different relationships. It's like Mona and Paige are both getting closer. Mm-hmm. Mona kind of ruined the friendship there with Hannah. Is Paige going to end up doing the same thing because she wants to get back at Allie in the end? 
it all stems back to being bullied by Allie and how horrible she treated people, which it's wrong. You should never talk about people like that and make them feel like Paige admitted to Emily eventually that it made her feel like she should take her life. And then she said, you know what? I don't want her to win. Like, no one should feel that way, you know? No, I mean, that's a whole separate conversation and bullying is never acceptable. But in this show, I just feel like... um it's interesting to see that Allison put all this pressure on every character that we're seeing in the show. And and the show is really a result of her bad behavior, if you really think about Which it. Which is kind of sad, because she's gone. You know, these people got to figure out a way to get past it. But someone still has such a huge burden against Allie, you know, just so against her that something else is going to happen bad. We don't know. I know, next week's season finale, The Betrayal, so everyone get ready for that. Yeah, so we'll definitely see what's happening there. Um, so the other big storyline this week happened with Ezra and Arya, and this is my favorite couple. Like, they are amazing and so cute, but it's not looking great for them at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So we've, we see that Ezra has become very interested in... Um, the status of Maggie, who is his ex-girlfriend, who his mom paid off to get away from him. And um, so she now lives somewhere, and he's like, I have her phone number, I have her email, and he wants to get in touch with her and see what she's up to. Right, he drafted an email, but he didn't send it, told Arya this, so that's good. You can definitely see more open communication happening between them, which is nice. Mm -hmm. However, it totally makes sense to me that he's feeling a little bit of curiosity, because... Your mom just gets rid of this girl. Like, don't you need to see how she's doing after seven years? You would think you would kind of question that at some point in those seven years. I can't believe he hadn't done it already. He seemed like such an upstanding guy that you... That mother of his, she doesn't take it. She does not take it. I'm sure he was like, I can't even deal with this right now. Yeah, absolutely crazy. So we, we, we get to meet Maggie, which is pretty exciting. So Aria plays Amy, who is a prospective teacher for first graders. Uh, yeah, I was like was playing the role of like a student teacher type experience there. And she she comes in and she's like, oh, I love first graders. This will be so much fun. And we quickly see that Maggie's doing fine. She's she's not strict. She's such a sweet girl. Yeah. How could you not like her? She was so nice. T- taking care of all these little kids and, you know, so sweet to Arya slash Amy. Yeah. Um, of course, she had no idea who she was, so that could show a c- totally different side of Maggie. Who knows? But, I mean, you know, if Arya was so, so curious to find out what she was like that I guess, you know, if you can't really wait and talk a little bit more about it and let Ezra take care of it, you got to yeah, go do what you got to do. She even went against Spencer's advice. She was asking after, you know, um, Ezra was like, oh, I want to get in touch with her. She was like, I want to get in touch with her, too, and was telling Spencer this. And Spencer was like, no, leave it alone. Like, it's their relationship. It's his past. Like, you can't get involved. Literally a few scenes later, we see her jump in and be with this woman in her classroom at her workplace, no less. Well, Arya did say, this is my relationship with Ezra. Like, this is up to me. So I think she needed to do what she needed to do. I don't know if it's completely, I don't know, maybe she should have let Ezra know this. You know, the open communication thing that was happening that doesn't seem to be happening anymore. But um, she definitely figured out what Maggie was like. Such a sweet girl. And kind of learned a little bit about it. And you see this little kid. The cutest little kid who, um, 
you know, we can only assume he's a first grader in her class and comes up to her, runs up and says, oh, can I have a play date this afternoon? And we quickly and she and I think um, Aria goes and says, oh, it's so nice that they ask for your permission. Oh, it's that's cute. And. We see that it's not just that a first grader asks for permission from his teacher, it's his mom, and he's about a seven-year-old, which fits into the time frame exactly properly. So Maggie was pregnant back in the day with Ezra's Ezra's baby, and he's seven years old now. Looks a lot like him. Looks adorable and a lot like him. And so you have to put two and two together and assume that this is, in fact, Ezra's child. I just don't know. I just don't know. Because then they, they get back to the point where, you know, Ari's just so upset. She doesn't even know. Because it could go either way, honestly, here. We don't know what Maggie was like seven years ago. This could be her baby that she kept. She could have adopted a child. You know, there's so many storylines that can stem from this. But it makes you really think, Ezra and Maggie, she ended up having the baby. This is Ezra's child. Okay, so now Arya thinks she's got the biggest secret in the world. Like, yes, Maggie's doing fine, but Ezra has a child he doesn't know about. She's his girlfriend. This is huge news that could alter everything between them. In a way, I wonder if she's glad, because you see how disheveled she is in the apartment. She's waiting for Ezra to get back, because happy birthday to Ezra, right? Yes, I was about to say. It should be a happy time, but she's so caught up in this Maggie situation, she doesn't really know what to do. But in comes Wes, and you know, she thought it was going to be Ezra. So I don't know if that kind of saved her from just spilling the beans that he didn't know because you cut him to find out later he had talked to her. Yes. He didn't know she had a kid. But wonder if that kept her from doing that. If that had been Ezra that walked in the door, what she what would she have said? And Wes, interestingly, jumps in there as soon as she reveals this and is like, oh, I should be there for moral support when you tell him. Like, I, I want to, you know, be there with you and you make sure he's okay. And so he joins her for his birthday celebration super awkwardly, the three of them again. It was very interesting, though. She cried to him. She was really opening up to Wes and telling him exactly what was happening. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a similarity in ages where you kind of feel like you can open up to somebody who's not, doesn't necessarily know. Exactly. And that age gap is mentioned several times in the episode. We see him, um, Wes, joke around about it. And also, kind of, Ezra says, Oh, I like this music. And what are you, an old man? Yeah. What are you, an old man? And then, um, he pulls out something else and they're both like, uh, what music? Like, I've never seen that. And I think it was an actual record, which just made it all the more. It wasn't like a CD right. even. It was like a full on record. Yeah, it does. It's brought up again, though, when when Arya sees a seven year old child, she's like, what? I was in middle school or something like that. Exactly. You know, seven years of elementary school could have been. She's so much younger when a seven-year-old was born. And so we kind of see her and Wes bonding Mm -hmm. over this. Uh, Maybe to his pleasure there. Like, he may very much want her to bond with him. Who knows how much Wes knows over Ezra because Wes is is Diane's little boy. Yeah. The only one that's with the family. Ezra kind of got away from that. I have to say Wes seemed to be crushing a bit. On Arya. We'll see. Who knows? It could stem down to, like, jealousy, and he wants to overtake his brother's girlfriend. Who knows? I mean, yeah, and he and he hasn't let go of his family, as we just mentioned, and so he still has all the access to his mother and all of this. So happy birthday, Ezra. He walks in, and he said, 
I talked to Maggie. Relief. He feels so glad. Just kind of a weight I mean, lifted. Giant, like, grin on his face. Happy. Now it's time, time, finally time to celebrate his birthday. He's so excited. But he tells Aria and Wes, I talked to her. She's doing great. You know, she's teaching kids. She's living alone. Yes. Alone, meaning no child. And Aria immediately knows that you see her face just drop like, what? Like, now the secret has gotten that much bigger. So then you go back to seeing Wes and Arya in the kitchen, and she's like, Wes, like, oh, or Arya thinks maybe his mom paid her to keep quiet. That's the way that she kind of supports this kid. And then she begs Wes to kind of go and ask to figure it out, but not to ruin it to where it could ruin the life of the child if she is getting money. Yeah. If so- Maggie's getting money. So, yeah, she wants Wes to check and see what's going on with his mother and what the arrangement is. But I thought it was actually very interesting that she didn't want to ruin the life of this child. Like, she's concerned about it's ultimately her love, um, Ezra's child. Like, she wants to see them have a good life. So I thought that was a sweet moment for sure. I know. I want you all to tell us what you think about that because it could go either way right Crazy. Crazy. I mean, this is the most intense storyline I feel like we've seen on Pretty Little Liars. But maybe you guys think that another storyline is amazing. So definitely tweet at us. Get us on iTunes because we love reading your comments. You know, one of my favorite, well, the most interesting parts of this episode for me was when Jenna thanks Emily sitting alone on her porch and comes up and says, be very careful who you spend time with. And so you're kind of like, what is happening? Because she knows Paige. She doesn't know Paige is there. Paige is inside. And be very careful who you spend time with. Come to find out, because Spencer does her digging like she does, her and Hannah look through Paige's purse, and what do they find? They Uh, find Allie's earring. That's a big part of this episode for sure. And that is going to lead us well into that. Which makes you wonder, what's Allie doing getting close? Or what's Paige doing getting close to kind of sabotage these girls? Absolutely, and she she had to have been touching that body or been around that body to get those earrings that's what the girls think is that exactly so that's why i'm kind of like jenna are you opening up a little bit you're both kind of helping each other out hannah's telling you one thing you're telling these girls another but also um Paige just she got very interesting here so i think we're going to find out a little bit about what she's going to do and what i noticed a lot too was her pitting the pitting them against each other you know emily's her girl she wants to be there for emily but at the same time Emily gets mad at Spencer and Hannah and kind of storms out of, of the store. So is this going to happen? Is Paige going to actually come in between these girls? Kind of like I, w- I think she wants to. I feel like we're seeing the girls have more secrets that they're not sharing with each other. They used to be more of a team. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing different things happening and, and girls kind of splintering off. And so it's going to be interesting to see, I think, in the next season coming back in January, how that all plays out um, next week, obviously, as well. Yeah, we see that a lot. I mean, Hannah Wren calls her and she ignores it, but Spencer sees. She didn't react as a... I mean, she was inquisitive, like she usually is, but she didn't react as as scary as I expected. You know, I thought maybe she'd get mad that Wren was calling her. What's going on, you know? Yeah, I mean... So all those little secrets that we, you know, not everyone knows, but a couple of them know or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And and there seems to be, like, splinters in the group now. Mm-hmm. And Arya has secrets she's told Ezra, and they all kind of are splintering off. And I think if there's an actual team that is A, and we kind of see that towards the end of the episode... Um, 
they're going to need to work together. They are, but I think that's the whole point. That Hit each other against each other, and then that's the way you kind of ruin the group. Do we think Allison is to blame for this? Like, do you think that she is I think ultimately... that all these people want revenge against Allison, and these are the four girls who are closest to her. Yeah. So you have all these new people coming back in and lots of things developing. And then the end of the episode, which was so interesting. Yes. They start playing the song on the jukebox. We had we had to honestly rewind it a couple times because we were like, what song is this? How do we know it? What's we going thought, on? Is that the one that Ezra talked about? Or is that the one that was playing in his apartment? Yeah. Did it have something to do with Ezra there? That was our our immediate thought because he. why would they have him mention these old bands and this music's playing? And that was like very pointed out in the episode, yes. which is unusual for Pretty Little Liars. And so... So that could have something to do with it. But then the biggest reveal of all, you the, see two hands. Two hands. And in it, black gloves. And they hand off a key to each other. And this is a key that we've seen in the past at the end of episodes, I believe. Um, there's a certain number on it. And, and it probably all goes back to looking through the newspapers for apartments and the new apartment, the cat lady. Remember all that kind of stuff that's exactly. coming together? And I also think that the old motel that they went to visit... Because what there's not house keys don't have numbers like that. It has to be to a hotel or maybe a new apartment, which was the whole point, right? Somewhere where they can be secluded, no one's going to bother them. So all we know is yeah. there's more more to, to come. the A and, team than just one A. And we will get more into our predictions in a second here. But want to do some news and gossip yes, first? For sure. Yay! After Buzz TV News. Okay, so this is really exciting news for Pretty Little Liars fans. ABC Family has decided that if you can't get enough of Pretty Little Liars with the season finale coming up next week, they're launching a web series um, called Pretty Dirty Secrets. And so these episodes will actually be available on the web starting after August 28th next week. Um, And they'll focus on... Everything leading up to that big Halloween episode that we know Adam Lambert's going to be a part of. So how they're preparing for their Halloween celebration. And who else is going to be in these? We've um, got some of the the characters that are going to be coming back in here. We had Brendan Robinson in here with us before. So, so Lucas will be there. Cece, Jason, Noel. All the ones that kind of know stuff but aren't like the main, main, main characters. But I think that if we all should totally watch them because it will give us more clues. And as I said earlier on, that's all I want are just clues, clues, Plus, clues. Plus, who doesn't want more Pretty Little Liars? So, instead of a big gap, we get a web series which will be awesome to watch. Yeah, and I mean, it's done by the same people as Pretty Little Liars, so you know it's going to be filled with those little clues and things that you we know, probably can't miss, you know? You we gotta know what's exactly. happening. Um, and so, I'm so excited for the Halloween episode, though. It sounds amazing and last year's was so good and lots to look forward to we've got our big summer season finale next week then the Halloween episode comes back and there'll be lots of revelations Exactly. And um, also kind of on the other side of things, Ashley Benson and Shay Mitchell, who, um, you know, have been known for their charity work. They made a PSA video for a charity called 18 for 18. And that's an organization that fights um, against sex trafficking for of women. And so the organization has a goal of raising $50,000, right. which is great. 
Yeah, and Shay Mitchell reached her $10,000 goal after Ashley Benson tweeted about it. So kind of working together to help for a really awesome cause. Like, that's a really great way to kind of work together. I totally agree. And both girls have been tweeting up a storm with their nonprofit work. So it's nice to see that, you know, they're using the Pretty Little Liars platform for something so good. Pretty cool. I, I love that. I love when celebrities use their, you know. Cel- for good, for helping people, that's for sure. Exactly. That's awesome. A hundred percent. So are we ready for predictions? I think it's time. Cannot oh. wait. I have so many. Me too. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I swear, I really actually have a ton. Do you want to kick us off ones. then? Let's go back and forth, Okay, shall we? let's go. Well, you can go first. <laughs> well, okay, first one's going to go back to my prediction from last week. Paige is definitely in on this. Now we know she has an earring. She's really going to be revealed, and I think Emily's going to end up disappointed. And she should have always relied on her friends in the first place. I think that she is out to get these girls, and you found it out a little bit more. So is she one of the black gloves that we see? It's very possible. Okay, so my prediction, and I hate to do this because he's one of my favorites. Ugh, I know what you're going to say. Ezra is one of the black gloves. You think? I, I do. You know what I thought you were going to say was Wes was going to come in between Ezra and Arya. Oh, well, that is, but I was trying to stick on the black gloves, yeah. and I don't know. I, I will get into the West situation in a second here. I think he is drawing a wedge, but um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're starting to see some things that made me I don't know I can't even pinpoint exactly why I thought it yeah. and maybe next week I'll be able to get more into that but I just feel like we're we're seeing that he had a lot of secrets that he didn't share right. with I'm others. surprised I don't know if I don't know I don't think so I think we'll see Lucas maybe I we yeah. don't know who else and I think it could even be Cece that girl knows way too much about all these people more than these other girls know because Allison really let her know let her Cece in on all the secrets top candidate for I me think as she well. can have a black glove she knows everything that's happening yeah well thank you so much for joining us for another Pretty Little Liars after show I'm Stephanie Wanger and you can find me at Stephanie Wanger on Twitter or my website www.stephaniewanger.com and Whitney where we can find yes, you yes you can tweet me at Whitney Whitney Lane, 1118. We love to hear from you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. It was so great to, you know, hang out with you all. And Pretty Little um, Liars, our favorite. Tweet at us. Let us know what you think. Thanks again. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. Do we mess up? Buzz you later. <laughs> you express your in or those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.